Hello, and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today, I'll be reading The Robber Bridegroom. Once upon a time, there was a miller who had a beautiful daughter, and when she was grown up, he wanted to see her well provided for and well married. If the right suitor comes along and asks to marry her, he thought, I shall give her to him. It was not long before a suitor appeared who seemed to be very rich, and since the miller found nothing wrong with him, he promised him his daughter. The maiden, however, did not love him the way a bride-to-be should love her bridegroom, nor did she trust him. Whenever she looked at him or thought about him, her heart shuddered with dread. One day he said to her, You're my bride-to-be, and yet you've never visited me. I don't know where your house is, the maiden replied. My house is out in the dark forest, said the bridegroom. She tried to make excuses and told him she would not be able to find the way. But the bridegroom said, Next Sunday I want you to come out and visit me. I've already invited the guests, and I shall spread ashes on the ground so you can find the way. When Sunday arrived and the maiden was supposed to set out on her way, she became very anxious but could not explain to herself why she felt so. She filled both her pockets with peas and lentils to mark the path. At the entrance to the forest, she found the ashes had been spread, and she followed them while throwing peas right and left on the ground with each step she took. She walked nearly the whole day until she came to the middle of the forest. There she saw a solitary house, but she did not like the look of it because it was so dark and dreary. She went inside and found nobody at home. The place was deadly silent. Then suddenly a voice cried out, "'Turn back, turn back, young bride. "'The den belongs to murderers who'll soon be at your side.' "'The maiden looked up and saw that the voice came from a bird in a cage hanging on the wall. "'Once again it cried out, "'Turn back, turn back, young bride. "'The den belongs to murderers who'll soon be at your side.' "'The beautiful bride moved from one room to the next and explored the entire house, "'but it was completely empty.' Not a soul could be found. Finally, she went down into the cellar where she encountered a very, very old woman whose head was constantly bobbing. "'Could you tell me whether my bridegroom lives here?' asked the bride. "'Oh, you poor child,' the woman answered. "'Do you realize where you are? This is a murderer's den. You think you're a bride soon to be celebrating your wedding, but the only marriage you'll celebrate will be with death.' Just look! They ordered me to put this big kettle of water on the fire to boil. When they have you in their power, they'll chop you to pieces without mercy. Then they'll cook you and eat you, because they're cannibals. If I don't take pity on you and save you, you'll be lost forever. The old woman then led her behind a large barrel where nobody could see her. Be still as a mouse, she said. Don't budge or move. Otherwise, it will be all over for you. Tonight, when the robbers are asleep, we'll escape. I've been waiting a long time for this chance. No sooner was the maiden hidden than the godless crew came home, dragging another maiden with them. They were drunk and paid no attention to her screams and pleas. They gave her wine to drink, three full glasses, one white, one red, and one yellow, and soon her heart burst in two. Then they tore off her fine clothes, put her on a table, chopped her beautiful body to pieces, and sprinkled the pieces with salt. 
Behind the barrel, the poor bride shook and trembled, for she now realized what kind of fate the robbers had been planning for her. One of them noticed a ring on the murdered maiden's little finger, and since he could not slip it off easily, he took a hatchet and chopped the finger off. But the finger sprang into the air and over the barrel and fell right into the bride's lap. The robber took a candle and went looking for it, but he could not find it. Then another robber asked, "'Have you already looked behind the barrel?' Now the old woman called out, "'Come and eat. You can look for it tomorrow. The finger is not going to run away from you.' "'The old woman's right,' the robber said, and they stopped looking and sat down to eat. The old woman put a sleeping potion into their wine, and soon they lay down in the cellar, fell asleep, and began snoring." When the bride heard that, she came out from behind the barrel and had to step over the sleeping bodies lying in rows on the ground. She feared she might wake them up, but she got safely through with the help of God. The old woman went upstairs with her and opened the door, and the two of them scampered out of the murderer's den as fast as they could. The wind had blown away the ashes, but the peas and lentils had sprouted and unfurled, pointing the way in the moonlight. They walked the whole night, and by morning they had reached the mill. Then the maiden told her father everything that had happened. When the day of the wedding celebration came, the bridegroom appeared, as did all the relatives and friends that the miller had invited. As they were all sitting at the table, each person was asked to tell a story. The bride, though, remained still and did not utter a word. Finally, the bridegroom said, "'Well, my dear, can't you think of anything? Tell us a good story.' "'All right,' she said. I'll tell you a dream. I was walking alone through the forest and finally came to a house. There wasn't a soul to be found in the place except for a bird in a cage on the wall that cried out, Turn back, turn back, young bride. The den belongs to murderers who'll soon be at your side. Then the bird repeated the warning. My dear, it was only a dream. After that, I went through all the rooms and they were empty but there was something about them that gave me an eerie feeling. Finally, I came downstairs into the cellar where I found a very, very old woman who was bobbing her head. I asked her, Does my bridegroom live in this house? Oh, you poor child, she responded. You've stumbled on a murderer's den. Your bridegroom lives here, but he wants to chop you up and kill you, and then he wants to cook you and eat you. My dear, it was only a dream. The old woman hid me behind a large barrel, and no sooner was I hidden than the robbers returned home, dragging a maiden with them. They gave her all sorts of wine to drink, white, red, and yellow, and her heart burst in two. My dear, it was only a dream. One of the robbers saw that a gold ring was still on her finger, and since he had trouble pulling it off, he took a hatchet and chopped it off. The finger sprang into the air, over the barrel, and right into my lap. And here's the finger with the ring. With these words, she produced the finger and showed it to all present. The robber, who had turned white as a ghost while hearing her story, jumped up and attempted to flee. However, the guests seized him and turned him over to the magistrate. Then he and his whole band were executed for their shameful crimes. The End the Brothers Grim Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. 
The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, www.grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 